Welcome to CoinStack, our podcast and newsletter on Bitcoin, Ethereum, Polkadot, DeFi, blockchain, Web 3.0, and the future of money. Let's get started. Hey everyone, this is Ryan Alice. Welcome back to CoinStack. It is Friday, July 23rd, 2021. I'm in Seattle, Washington today in the United States, getting ready for a family reunion this weekend with my wife's family. And I'm very excited today. We're going to be talking about this week in crypto. We're going to be covering all the top fundraisers and all of the top 10 stories from the past week in crypto, as well as talking about some of the podcasts that have happened on the last week. We spend about 20 to 30 hours each week listening to all of the podcasts out there, reading all of the newsletters, reading all of the reports, and then we summarize it for you each week in the CoinStack newsletter. Check it out at coinstack.substack.com. It is free, and we also share it here on the podcast. So let's jump in. Let's get going with This Week in Crypto. All right, let's do the crypto news recap, the top 10 stories of the week. Story number one, at the B-Word conference this past Wednesday, Elon Musk confirmed that he personally owns both Bitcoin and Ethereum. And more importantly, he has confirmed that both Tesla and SpaceX own Bitcoin. So now we have one of the world's largest electric car companies and one of the world's largest space exploration and satellite internet companies, SpaceX, have Bitcoin on their balance sheet. Both cryptocurrencies finished the week about 10% higher on this news. Story number two, the Securities Clarity Act, the SCA, is being brought to Congress. It is a bill that would provide clarity about the state of digital assets and their legal interpretation as to whether they are securities or not. It has now been brought to Congress with bipartisan sponsors, both Democrats and Republicans. And this bill, if enacted, would treat blockchain-based tokens as commodities, not securities, which would allow companies to sell and trade tokens without registering them with the SEC. The bill was sponsored by Representative Tom Amer, a Republican from Minnesota, Representative Darren Soto, a Democrat from Florida, and Representative Rohana, a Democrat from California. Emmer said, quote, there has been an unreasonable approach by regulators as to how federal securities laws should be applied to transactions involving the sale of blockchain-based tokens, and this lack of clarity is hurting American innovation. So this SCA is important, and if passed, will provide a path to regulatory certainty for digital assets under securities law. Let's now go to story number three. Let's move to Europe. Europe is now moving forward with the next step of their digital euro project. The ECB, the European Central Bank, announced on July 14th they would begin a 24-month investigation process. ECB President Christine Lagarde said, quote, it has been nine months since we published our report on a digital euro. In that time, we've carried out further analysis sought input from citizens and professionals, and we conducted some experiments with encouraging results. All has, of this has led us to decide to move up a gear and start the Digital Euro Project. This is big news. While the Digital Euro Project looks like it's still another two to four years away from actually having a CBDC, a central bank digital currency, it's great that Europe is taking steps in this direction. China, of course, already has its CBDC, the Digital Yuan, in testing, and they've been actively using it. And America has had active conversations this week, which we'll talk about next. So in story number four, 
Janet Yellen, the U.S. Set Treasury Secretary, this week convened the President's Working Group on Financial Markets to discuss stablecoins. Now, we got to go back to late June when the Vice Chair for Supervision at the U.S. Federal Reserve Bank, Randall Quarles, gave a very important and calming speech on stablecoins in which he said, quote, in my judgment, we do not need to fear stablecoins. He went on to say, the combination of imminent improvements in the existing payment system, such as various instant payment initiatives, combined with the cross-border efficiency of properly secured stablecoins could well make superfluous any effort to develop a CBDC. So what is he saying there? Well, he's saying that in essence, the private sector in America, through efforts like Circle's uh, uh, USDC, is essentially creating a stablecoin that is sufficiently backed and regulated that it might make it not even necessary for the United States to develop a separate central bank digital currency. So that speech set the stage for this week's gathering by U.S. Treasury Secretary Yellen to convene the Presidential's Working Group on Financial Markets to discuss stablecoins. We'll we have more on that, including the readout from the report in this week's newsletter at coinstock.substack.com. Now let's do stories 5 through 10 on the Crypto News Roundup. Capital Group, a large asset manager with $2 trillion under management, has purchased a 12.2% stake in MicroStrategy, the publicly traded company run by Michael Saylor, known for using their balance sheet to purchase Bitcoin and taking loans in the market to purchase even more Bitcoin. Capital Group has invested over $600 million buying this 12% stake in MicroStrategy, making the firm the third largest MSTR shareholder. Story number six, the Chinese central bank digital currency, the digital yuan, has announced that it will allow and enable smart contracts, which is a very big deal. China has confirmed for the first time that its digital yuan, which is uh, going by the initials ECNY, will include native support for smart contracts. The People's Bank of China stated the following in their white paper for their CBDC, quote, ECNY obtains programmability from deploying smart contracts that don't impair its monetary functions. Under the premise of security and compliance, this feature enables self-executing payments according to predefined conditions or terms agreed upon by two sides in order to facilitate business model innovation. This is a big deal. Story number seven, another NFL athlete has decided to take part of their pay in Bitcoin. NFL athlete Saquon Barkley has announced that he'll be taking all of his endorsement money in Bitcoin only. He said about this new move, quote, you see inflation and how high it is right now and you learn that you can't save your wealth. So that's why I'll be taking my marketing money in Bitcoin. I think it's a smart thing to do and the right thing to do to take my investment via Bitcoin and strike. End quote. He's expected to earn over $10 million in endorsements this year, and he joins NFL players Sean Culkin, Russell Okung, and Tom Brady as Bitcoin fans. Story number eight. Ethereum's big upgrade, EIP-1559, is coming in less than two weeks, in just 12 days from now. Ethereum's much-anticipated update will go live on August 4, 2021 at block 12,965,000 with the London upgrade. This upgrade is going to begin to begin, excuse me, is going to begin to burn transaction fees, reducing the supply of its native asset currency, Ether, 
ETH. Now, the next step here in Ether becoming a deflationary asset is launching what's called EIP 3625 Ethereum Improvement Protocol 3625, which is scheduled to go live in early 2022. This will move Ethereum to become a proof of stake chain instead of a proof of work chain and will begin to have negative annual issuance once it launches in 2022. This is what is going to make Ethereum ultra sound money. Step one, the burn with 1559 and then the merge with 3675. Now we'll go to story number nine for the week. Uniswap has launched on Optimism. They have launched on this Ethereum layer two scaling solution. And the version of Uniswap on Optimism offers transaction fees of less than $1 instead of the usual $20. It also offers instant trades. Uniswap has been averaging over 2,500 transactions and 780 unique senders per day, up from just 1,000 per week in June. And finally today, our last story of the week, U.S. inflation continues to rise, setting the highest record in 13 years. The U.S. June Consumer Price Index, the CPI, was announced last week, showing that inflation in the United States increased by 5.4% year-over-year, the highest rate since June 2008. Of course, in June 2008, uh, it was right before the major crash, the crash that happened with the financial crisis in September 2008. Many see Bitcoin as a hedge to expected inflation in the U.S. dollar. That is all that we have for today on the Crypto News Wrap-Up. Now we're going to talk about the weekly crypto fundraises and the weekly crypto deals. There were eight big deals in the crypto fundraising space this week. FTX announced raising $900 million of funding, almost a billion dollars, at an $18 billion valuation. This was led by SoftBank and Sequoia. The Neobank Revolut out of Europe raised $800 million at a $33 billion valuation led by SoftBank. This was the highest valuation in the neobanking space in a long time. LMAX Group sold a 30% stake to private equity firm JC Flowers for $300 million. And OpenSea became the very first NFT unicorn, raising $100 million at a $1.5 billion valuation led by A16Z. A16Z also led the $30 million Series A into Virtually Human Studio and a $9 million Series A into Phantom. Polychain Capital led the $25 million Series A into Axelar and Kawatu, the hedge fund, led a $37 million Series B into Auditor Serdic. Lastly, today, we're going to cover the best crypto podcasts of the week. We recommend taking a listen. Take a look at The Defiant. They had Rao Paul on their uh, episode earlier this week where he talked about that the biggest, clearest investment bet of all is Ethereum. The Delphi podcast released three podcasts in their crypto venture capital series this week. I recommend listening to all three of these, particularly if you're interested in getting into working in crypto venture capital funds or crypto hedge funds. They interviewed Michael Jordan of Galaxy Digital, Jason Choi of Spartan Group, and Arthur Chiang of Defiance Capital. Here at Coinstack, we produced last week 
the decade of DeFi. Give that a listen if you didn't get a chance to hear it last week. And Bankless talked about the rise of Axie Infinity, the game out of Southeast Asia, which is growing its revenues incredibly quickly. That's all we have for today on CoinStack. Check out our newsletter for more. We have information about Masari's Q2 2021 DeFi report recap, talking about monthly decentralized exchange volumes, talking about how Uniswap V3 has become the top DEX on Ethereum, talking about different lending protocols like Aave, Compound, Maker, DAO, looking at the data on Enzyme Finance total value locked, which is substantially increased from uh, 15 million to over 50 million over the quarter two period. Looking at what's happening with Perpetual Protocol, Future Swap, and DYDX. And we look at the Masari report where they examined 47 different crypto funds and found that Polkadot, Terra, and Near Protocol were held the most among these crypto venture and hedge fund protocols. We also have an analysis of stable coins and CBDCs, which was a hugely hot topic in DC this week. Check it out, read more, keep learning. This is the time to invest. We are in the summer doldrums. It is right before the fall growth period. I think if you put some money in now, DCA in, that it is likely to do quite well over the next few years, particularly if you have a five to 10 year time period. We do believe that decentralized blockchain-based solutions are the future of global finance. Thank you for listening along. It is We are having fun sharing this with you. Thanks for any feedback. Please join our Telegram group at t.me slash thecoinstack. Talk to you all soon. Thanks for listening to Coinstack. That's all for today. Thank you for listening to the Coinstack podcast, where we are tracking the most important blockchain stories of the 2020s, including a decentralized internet and the creation of a new open global monetary system that works for everyone. We're so happy to have you as a listener. Please share it with your friends. Please join our free newsletter at coinstack.substack.com. And also check out our Telegram group where you can chat with others and learn even more about crypto. You can go to t.me slash the coinstack or just type in coinstack into Telegram to find us. Thanks so much. Hope you have a wonderful rest of your day.